thanks for tuning in to another episode of Brutes, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me, as always, is Erica and Matt, and our new friends, Jeff and Carolyn. Hey! Hello. Hello. I'm so excited for this because, Erica, what are we doing today? Uh, interviewing a brewery? Another brewery <laughs> from no a shit. <laughs> what, what else are we doing right now? It's another brewery from another state. This oh, is a pretty true. big deal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And this is uh, South Dakota. Yeah. So we got. South Dakota. That's right. Yes. So we got Drecker up in North Dakota. Now we have. Ah, okay. South Dakota. South Dakota. Crow Peak. Crow Peak. Yeah. So we Crow have Crow Peak. Peak. What's going on? Thank you for doing this today. Oh yeah! Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love you guys. Listened to the instructions, so I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I think Ryan, our sound guy, appreciates that mostly. Um, we've most of our guests listen to the instructions or actually read it, but it's nice when we were all prepared and we were ready to go, and it was awesome. Right? Yeah. So, Erica, Ryan, Jeff, and Carol. And Carolyn, what have you been drinking? I almost did it. That's my mom's name, Carolyn. I called you, called you Carol. Like, I literally said I wasn't going to do that. Does she listen to your the podcast? Worst. She, She'll correct you. Yeah, the only time she's listened to the podcast is she told me I said cool too many times. And that was it. That was, that was the best critique she gave me. And I, to this day, oh, I try funny. not to say cool too many times. You've already said it too many times. Yeah. So just... yeah it's in my... That's cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so. I've been drinking a lot of smoked lagers. Um, I am probably in the minority of people who love smoked lagers, but this year I've had a bunch of good ones from Notch. Bam Bam came out from our friends over at Sylvaticus down the road from us right now. And uh, we have murmurings of other breweries doing some smoked lagers. I know Four Star Farm uh, is going to be doing a smoked lager. Jack's Abbey is releasing a special super duper smoked lager. Oh my God, I better believe. than their smoke and daggers? Yeah, it's a smoke and dagger aged in some sort of a barrel. I'm um, over aged barrel. That's cool. It's like barrel aged lagers. Is that why? <laughs> barrel aged fest beer. Why do people do this? Just why not? Fun, right? why? Fancy. <laughs> beer is supposed to be fun, Matt. I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Next is going to be like smoked lager, smoked sours or something like that. Oh, I don't, I don't ooh, want, yeah, yeah. I know, I don't want no, that. No, that yeah. would not be so good. That sounds like a 10 out of 10 don't recommend. Yeah. <laughs> somebody's listening and somebody's like, that might be a good idea. So look out for it. But other than that, like I have been... Um, just looking you guys for went to uh, Shovel Town. Yes, did. yeah. Ryan and I went to Shovel Town. That's what I'm drinking right now. I'm drinking their Doc Lager, uh, their Midnight Ooh. Mug. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. tasty. Fun, yeah. fun. Erica, okay. what about you? I saw you drinking us. What did you say? Cider. A cider. Yes. Cider. Recently, I had a cider from Stormalong. That was good. Stormalong's real good. Yeah. 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 yeah I haven't had too much of the stuff. I just kind of grabbed a bunch of cider recently for fun, and yeah, yeah. I'm happy Ooh. that I grabbed. And then, um, yeah, I've gone to a few other breweries. Went to Plymouth. Yeah, I saw that. Flower and uh, Second Wind and Lama Nama, which is super cool. They have a distillery, coffee, and then the beer. They had a great fest beer. It was great. Love it. Yeah. And you did the whole Beverly thing, too, oh. a couple weeks ago. And, oh, my gosh, I've been all yeah, the you did the, I did the beer, beer mile. mile. That yeah. was an awesome event. I'm I jealous you I highly recommend. Yeah, I'm the jealous. The cup was great. The beer was great. Tons of people were there, considering it was, like, kind of a rainy, miserable day. Yeah, that's specifically um, <laughs> why I didn't go. I was but afraid that I was going to melt. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, it was great. And then the other one I did, what was my other trip recently? I don't know. Oh, you've went to a lot. But I've, I've done a lot because I'm trying to get to this. I've, I've actually, I just did 75 uh, breweries in Massachusetts. So wow. I'm get my reward for year two. 
That's right. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of breweries. It is. Yeah. And that's there's like 140, wow. almost 200, I think, in Massachusetts. So Whoa. I've only really got a quarter of it, or yeah. a third wow. of it. But uh, yeah, um, it's a lot. Yeah. That's fun, it, though. I, I like it. So, Jeff yeah. and Carolyn, what have you been drinking? You know, I've been hitting the lagers as well. It's kind of weird. Good. <laughs> it's, it's not weird. It's, it's not weird at all. It's, it's all weird. weird. <laughs> it's just, but this time of year, when things slow down, summers are obviously our busy time of year but uh when things kind of slow down i tend to hit the lager brewing the lagers a lot more so we're, we'll have quite a selection of lagers here in the next several weeks any smoked lagers no smoked uh, yet no, not yet. Any smoked <laughs> lagers. <laughs> but uh yeah done some hellas some dunkles nice. some, yeah some pilsners yeah great styles yeah. yeah carolyn what about yourself I've kind of been hitting the fruity stuff. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, I like, well, uh, we had a blueberry basil beer on for a while. Mm. That was really, really good. Nice. And uh, so I hit that one pretty hard. And then we got a strawberry rosemary one. Nice. And that's a good one, too. And right now I'm drinking a mango. It's, but it's kind of a different style. It's you can taste the mango on it, in it, but it has uh, chamoy. I don't know if you've ever heard of chamoy. No. Oh, Ryan's shaking his head. What's chamoy, Ryan? I don't know what it is. I've heard of it though. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Carolyn, tell us what chamoy is. Well, Jeff, pipe in here if you uh, can. But it's ancho chilies and uh, salt. Mangoes, lime. Am I forgetting anything? It's basically so it's, a, it's a blend, salt. like a spice blend. So is it a is it it's a, a spice is it a blend? Chamoy is a Chamoy is a Mexican um, sauce like a that they you dip mango in, so it has chili, salt, oh. lime. So we kind of tried to replicate yeah. that in the beer, and uh, it turned out so really good. well. Yeah. yeah, so I guess in in the sense that it has salt in it, you would think of a gosa, but it's it's definitely not a gosa. This is a blonde ale. Oh my but, gosh! Wow. Nice. Yeah, and it's really good. All right, we are going to get into all of these styles in the episode, but <laughs> our listeners are here to learn about Jeff and Carolyn today. So, what is your role at the brewery and your first memory of beer? Ooh, my role at the brewery is. Uh, uh, founder, head brewer, owner, um, and my first memory of beer, <laughs> sitting in a high chair and uh, downing the rest of my dad's can of black label. <laughs> that's aging me. I know that's aging me, but <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really remember that. I just, I see, a, I've seen pictures of myself. In nice. a high chair, downing <laughs> my dad's black label beer, but formative times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carolyn, right. what about yourself, Carolyn? Uh, well, I do mostly the books here, and I do a lot of setting up of the music, so events and planning that kind of thing, and I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> uh, Taste testing. Yes. <laughs> uh, I guess my first 
I don't know when my first memory of beer is, but I just remember sitting in the backyard with my dad and his buddy drinking Schlitz and I'd have a sip here and there. Yep. <laughs> and then, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that kind of ages me a little bit, too. It's all right. No. That's all right. We've heard that one before. We've heard that one for sure. Schlitz yeah. is a pretty common dad beer, I think. <laughs> uh, probably so. Yes. So I'm guessing these these formative moments in your in your life um, set you up perfectly to open Crow's Peak, right? So you were like, this is exactly what I want to do in life. I had beer from a young age, and I want to open a brewery. Um, is that yeah. correct? That is. Well, you know... Um, <laughs> You know, I grew up, my dad was in the military, so I grew up all over the place, including Europe, and we uh, spent a lot of time in Germany and in England. So I kind of gained an appreciation for, for good beer over there. And uh, then when, when I came back stateside, um, the craft brew scene hadn't really happened yet. And so I kind of devolved into drinking domestic <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for a while. What was your go-to in those days? Oh boy, uh, Stroh's. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then, <clears throat> then Sierra Nevada you know, was the big one that I, I remember drinking craft beer wise, and just really appreciating that beer. And then I got into the homebrew thing, and and as so many brewers did, and really enjoyed that hobby and could put out some beers that people seem to enjoy. So I decided to make a, a go of it and the commercial end of it. And here we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Carolyn, what about yourself? Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't really get into craft beer until Jeff started brewing at home. Mm-hmm. And so it was always really fun to try, Oh, what are you doing this time? And help, the, the bottling aspect of it was always interesting too. Yeah. You know, with the, the lever and trying to get the lid on. And <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, he had some good ones that were, you know, I thought, oh, okay, this is all right. Yeah. And yeah. And, and it's really, um, it's his thing. He's really good at it. And I'm kind of just along for the ride. I mean, I just, my background is completely different than mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm guessing your relationship from, are you, are you too married? I don't want to be presumptive, but yeah, we are. All right, cool. Cool. I just wanted to make (laughs) sure. Um, so that's really cool. So kind of supporting each other's kind of passion and making this kind of a reality, um, outside of home brewing, um, you said take this professional, where did you kind of, um, did you cut your teeth anywhere or did you just homebrew and then open up Crow Peak? No, no, no. When, so we were living in San Diego before we moved to South Dakota. And of course, that was that's a kind of a beer mecca in itself. So oh, yeah. we 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 appreciate it or we enjoyed all the, the local breweries at the time. And um, then when we decided to make the move to South Dakota and decided to try and open a brewery here, um, I went and took the course from the American Brewers Guild. Um, and that was online the online uh, um, theoretical was all online and then we went to sacramento and did some practical brewing at a brewery sacramento i can't remember the name of it right now and then i did a internship at a brewery in uh, medford oregon so i wanted to gain the experience of brewing on a big system because you obviously it doesn't just correlate (laughs) to home brewing yeah i I really didn't want to just delve in and 
fuck things up and right on. Right, out. right. <laughs> so I, I, uh, yeah, I decided to go that route, and it really did. It really helped help me conceptualize the little big scale brewing as opposed to home brewing. In that time, I mean, like you were saying, there were not a whole lot of craft brewers out there. I mean, how did you? How did you do it? Like, I mean, there's not many breweries, I guess, to talk to, to help you. Um, and especially you know, in like South Dakota, too. Thing, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. South Dakota was a craft brew desert um, at the yeah, time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what time frame are we talking about? I'm just curious. Like, what year? 2007 is when wow. we opened. Okay. So, yeah. 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 And Carolyn actually has a funny story on the, the craft beer, the Sturgis Rally story. Which the one IPA, is that? The, the IPA story. <laughs> I don't okay. know. We I can't remember we, it. We went. We were visiting. We hadn't moved here yet. We went to Sturgis to the motorcycle rally in Sturgis, and uh, that, so this was early two thousands. And we walk into some bar there, and Carolyn walks up to the bartender and asks, "So, what do you have for IPAs?" And the bartender's like. What's an IPA? Oh. <laughs> you were that's how, better than I do. That's wow. How, that's how backwards it was here. At the I don't even know what that Beer means. Oh What's an IPA? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, was, it was tough when we first opened. I mean, there were a few people who were aware of craft beer, and so they were definitely coming in. But even one of our bartenders is like, yeah, I'm a Budweiser drinker. Uh, yeah. And... Yeah, that was that was a an eye opening experience for us a little bit too. He's now, uh, well into craft beer. <laughs> yeah, good, <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, but, I mean, this was years and years ago, but yeah. So um, it's been it's kind of been an interesting experience just watching the change in people, and with the community that we live in, it's a lot of college kids or their parents actually, because some of them, they're not old enough to drink a lot of them, uh, coming in and drinking and just getting a new appreciation for something other than, you know, the the large brew variety that you yeah. can get anywhere. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. Definitely. I want to backtrack just a little bit um, and talk about you know, some of your homebrewing days. We have a ton of homebrew listeners um, and... Sometimes they're looking to make that jump over to professional, but our home our homebrew listeners are going to have to wait for a word from our sponsors. So take it away, Sound Guy Ryan, and we'll catch you on the other end. Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you, whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers. At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BREWROOTS for 10% off your online order today. (laughs) 
Shirts on Tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers. Each month, Shirts on Tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design. We've been teamed up with Shirts on Tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners. To get your first shirt for $5 off, go to the link in our description below and use the promo code. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. And we're back. So we promised our home brewers and any listener who aspires to open a brewery. Um, what was kind of that like guiding force for you to be like, I know, you know, we homebrew and everyone tells me I have the best homebrew in the world, but I know they're lying to me. So it's like, <laughs> how do you, when you're doing that, like, how do you solicit honest feedback? Like, did you do competitions? In a um, homebrew club, maybe. Homebrew clubs. No, I, I really didn't. I just kind of... Um, just believed in yourself. Just, I did believe in myself, and and I, I, I was my worst critic too. I mean, I he, you know, if, if I knew I, if I knew the stuff I was brewing was terrible, I wouldn't, you know. So I, I, I don't know. I, I just did. I, you know, I, and I started out just like probably every home brewery with the kits, and then move up to making your own recipes, and then doing the all grain brewing, and I just. At, during that whole progression, I just, um, you know, would self-critique and and have friends drink it. And like you said, they, they won't always tell you the truth. But um, I just always did enjoy what I made. And although I knew that the flavor is different in a homebrew setup than you can get in a commercial brewery, you know, I could see that some recipes I had would would work in a bigger system and just took that leap of faith. But, but again, that's why I decided to take the course through the American Brewers Guild, mm. just so that I gained the knowledge of, of brewing on a larger scale system and realizing that, you know, that you're brewing efficiency is different and yeah, you know, er- everything's Everything pretty different. different. Yeah. 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 So, right. so that really helped. And then doing the internship at, at the brewery in Oregon really helped me just, just working on a day to day basis with, on a big system like that and using that brewer's knowledge to, to help me conceptualize more what I wanted to do really helped out. I mean, if I, if any advice I'd give to a home brewer who wants to get into the commercial thing would be to take a class and if possible, do an internship or, or start working at a brewery and gain that knowledge because that will make the difference. Yeah. Noted. So why South Dakota? <laughs> I actually grew up here. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and my family are all here. So we were trying to get out of South Dakota. San Diego. Not, I'm sorry, San Diego. <laughs> the, two, the two SDs, right? Yeah, yeah. I had to think about that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and kind of serendipitously, we met a guy who was on vacation in San Diego and I, my background's in um, molecular biology and genetics. And he says, well, I have a lab in Spearfish, South Dakota. <laughs> and I said, well, would you give me a job? And he said, sure. <laughs> hey, All easy. right. Yeah. Best so, job interview yeah. ever. <laughs> so, you know, um, after some time, we just decided, okay, well, let's go. And uh, we picked up and sold our house and 
moved to Spearfish, South Dakota, and I had a job. Oh so gosh. I would say spouses of homebrewers, significant others, whoever's going to stick around with you, it helps if somebody has a job. <laughs> <laughs> when you're getting up, for getting sure. <laughs> yeah, so I worked there for a long time until I before I started working here at the brewery. Mm. And it's a complete flip-flop for me. I've never... Uh, I'm better in a lab than I think I am sitting at a desk. Yeah, <laughs> Karen actually did uh, yeast, grow, yeast propagation for us when she worked in the lab. So I did, yeah. Cool. That's, That's really what cool. we're going to ask. I was just yeah, going to ask that, yeah. Yep, I did do that. Talked to White Labs a lot nice. on the phone. Yep, <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. So that was actually really in- interesting to me. Yeah. So, yeah. That's really cool, it's, that kind it, of like... Yeah, it's just it's weird how things happen in life, right? So you're sitting yeah. around and someone's like, you walk into a situation you don't even know, and you walk out with a job. It's like, what? What? What yeah. the hell is this? Yeah, it was, it was really, really weird. Yeah, but hey, it worked out really well. Mm. <laughs> I'd say. So Crow Peak, where did that name come from? Is that like a landmark, or is what is, does that have any significance? Yeah, so. So you can see the picture behind Carolyn. That is actually Crow Peak. That's the. Oh, okay. And you can see that outside out of our front. We have a balcony and you can sit on our balcony outside and it faces Crow Peak. And it it was just the major landmark near nearest to us and just kind of had a nice ring to it. Crow Peak Marine Company. So, yeah, that's how we came up with the name. Yeah. Well, Jeff's, Jeff's always been into mountaineering as well. So it kind of fit with what your values were in that sense yeah and yeah nice yeah so taking a community that doesn't is, know beer doesn't or know craft beer, beer i should <laughs> say craft beer. right um and you're opening up in 2007 where i'll be honest with you i mean the craft beer scene even in massachusetts in 2007 was, was pretty young pretty young were you were those couple first couple of years? Was it scary? I mean, was it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So let's talk yeah. about it. How did you get people to become craft drinkers? So I knew right off the bat that I couldn't start just brewing IPAs or you know the beers I like to drink. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so I uh, the first beer I brewed on our our original system was a pale ale. Uh, we call it spear beer. So using spearfish. Kind of using a name to lure people to get, in. <laughs> lure people in, yeah. yeah. And uh, then the second one I brew was uh, was our Lookout Lager. Lookout Mountain is another prominent peak in our area, so I was trying to use names, uh, yeah. local names for our beers. And and so the the group of people that came in and they were they were a younger crowd and had had some exposure to craft beers, you know, maybe not in South Dakota, but had traveled around enough and were w- willing to to try it out and um yeah we just started getting a you know kind of a base group of people that came in and supported us and did enjoy the beers you know i didn't have any bad bad beer experiences where i had to toss <coughs> throw beer out or anything so um that small base just kind of kept growing and growing and yeah it was it was definitely scary for the first first several years and yeah a lot of word of mouth yeah. And yeah. and lab lab party supplies cuz <laughs> the lab I worked in they liked to drink beer and if it was free it was even better. So Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Some people involved <laughs> that way. 
and honestly, we've had, gosh, I don't know how many people in the lab have actually worked here as well oh, as nice. a bartender or, or something. So yeah, just kind of working together and making sure people can pay their bills. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do that. Right. And yeah. So, yeah. So Sp yeah. Spearfish, I'm curious about this community. You mentioned a, a university or a college that's, that's around the yeah. area. Yeah. Um, Black Hills State University. Okay. What it's a very small school. What else is that area known for, um, other than obviously these gorgeous landscapes that I see in the background? But yeah, it's a real. It's become a real uh, mountain biking yep. destination. Huge mountain biking. So there are a lot of good trails in the Black Hills area, and uh, every year they have a fifty-mile bike mountain bike race called the Ooh. Dakota Five O, and. Wow. Uh, that we, you know, we've always supported that. So it's mountain biking is really big. And then around Spearfish in this whole area, um, ranching is, is a big, agriculture is a big deal in all mm -hmm. of South Dakota, but, but ranching's kind of the, the second biggest after tourism. I think agriculture is the biggest industry here. So. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, do you know what number brewery you were in the state when you opened up? We were number three for breweries. The Ooh, other two, holy cow! Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and the the other two were just uh, little brew pubs, and then yeah, um, we were the first kind of distributing brewery in the state. Wow! So. I'm always curious. We have breweries that open up and small communities in our area. They don't get why to open a brewery. Now, did your community get it at first, or were they confused about it? What was what was kind of like? The yeah, idea? they were. They were kind of confused, like when we were trying to figure out the funding of the brewery or financing the brewery, you know, um, just talking to bankers and talking to people in general. Yeah, they didn't get it. They didn't yeah. know what, well, yeah, what nobody had there. any experience yeah. with it. Yeah, like they had to like, look through these old laws or like, can we do this? I don't know. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, and that was the other thing, the law, the state The laws, laws were kind of weird. Yeah. But without any experience with any kind of brewery at all, you know, uh, someone looking at your business, like, how are you going to make money? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so how are you going to stay open? And, you know, I think that's changed quite a bit. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. How many booths? No, I was going to say, so like, curious about beer laws. I always like to know, do you have any like really crazy beer laws in South Dakota? No, I mean, they've, they've changed some laws. I mean, the biggest one was this was not allowing self distribution. And when I, when mm -hmm. we started out, you know, we were just a little five barrel system and I did, you know, I always had the dream of being a brewery that could get my beers to other bars. And um, so I couldn't do that right off the bat because we weren't allowed to do any self distribution. But once we got more breweries coming in and had more impetus and it became more of a familiar landscape then yeah and we have we have a south dakota brewers guild so we worked on getting that law changed but um, other than that that the laws were terrible i mean and again nobody really knew anything when i started so <laughs> we kind of just did what we want yeah right, right nobody said we couldn't do it so. <laughs> <laughs> right well they tried to i mean only when we brought when we bought the property where we had the old brewery, we didn't realize that there was a covenant on it, oh. and it was no alcohol can be sold sold from this location. Oh my gosh! Like, what? So yeah, we went round and round with that for a little while, and finally talked to the person who actually put the covenant on it, who was a an owner like 
four or five times removed, not even living in the state any, oh, anymore. Geez. And uh, he said, okay, I'll just have it lifted. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah we had no idea. Yeah, that wasn't disclosed to us. Yeah, you think that would be? Yeah, and we we were very open about what we were planning to do. Yeah, yeah. So you'd think it would have come up, but it never did. Interesting. Yeah, but but it's it's all it's all fine now. That's good. That's good. (laughs) With agriculture being the second biggest industry in the state, um, how are you sourcing local ingredients? I mean, are you able to get local ingredients just because agriculture is so big? What's the deal with that? Yeah, we, um, it's not a big barley growing area, yeah. so, so we don't get any of that. Um, the, there are some smaller farms that have start, started growing hops, so we can source local hops. Cool. And then uh, just locally, um, yeah, I do, like every year I do a chili, chili ale, and we, so we get locally grown chilies nice. for that. Um, what else have I? Yeah, we, you know, whatever produce or, or we can find that, that we can use in a beer, we'll definitely source it locally for that kind of thing. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm curious if you are canning and how you're distributing, but we have a word from our sponsors. So take it away. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brute sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. All right, we're back, and I love knowing more about like the area and so on and so forth. But I'm curious, are you guys canning right now? I know you said you started on a five barrel system when you first 16 opened. 16 ounce or 12 ounce. Yeah. Yep. We are canning uh, 12 ounce oh, cans. Okay. Um, yes. And we distribute throughout all of South, throughout the whole state here. And then a little bit in Wyoming. Uh, we were distributing some in Nebraska, but then that, over in the Lincoln Omaha area, but that market became so oversaturated and that's a 10 hour, 10 plus hour drive over there. And we didn't have anybody as the face of the brewery over there. So we just decided to pull back from that one. Yeah. We can, with, with our current capacity, we can keep up, uh, in South, in our current market and don't really feel like we need to move out too much anymore. So, We're sitting in a pretty happy place right now. Nice. So why uh, 12-ounce cans and not 16-ounce cans? Uh, I th- I think at the time we bought the canning line, we just – the 16-ounce hadn't really been a, uh, as big of a thing. I mean, they existed, but uh, I don't know. We just yeah. decided to go with the six-packs, yeah. 
Yeah. So what, what kind of places do you distribute to bars, uh, like stores as well? Yep, we're bar, we're in bars, we're in grocery stores, um, so, gas nice. stations. We, we've been told that the twelve ounce can format works much better in the grocery store because it sits better on the shelf. Do you find that mm-hmm. to be true? I do. I think yeah. if you go into our local stores, you see a lot more six packs than you do the sixteen ounce four packs. Yeah, four packs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. When you first opened, you said you were brewing on a five-barrel system. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. yeah. Um, hindsight, when you first opened, do you wish you had a bigger system? I do, but I also know that we were restricted financially. Yeah. And um, also, so that the interesting thing is this five-barrel system that I picked up was from a – it was up in Deadwood, which is about a 20-minute – away from us um you've heard of deadwood south dakota I'm sure. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there was an old brewing system up there from years and years ago and it was originally i think it was an old german system and it's an old electric brew house you know really ancient <laughs> so I, but i picked it up for for a song so that's what we were brewing on and still actually brew that's kind of our pilot system nice. right now wow. so um, it really worked for us financially then and uh then we were able to in two years uh, we did take on some partners but we were able to build our bigger brewery and, and bring in our 30 barrel system so it, it actually did work out yeah and that, nice that was upgrade. a yeah, no <laughs> yeah. so pilot stuff what are you brewing on your pilot pilot system um most of the just small bat stuff that i so our, we have three year-round beers, our IPA, 11th hour IPA, our Canyon Cream Ale, and our Piloted Porter. And uh, so all the, just the small batch things, I'm still brewing over there. And then if it's, gotcha. you know, su- successful, if it's people really enjoy it, then we'll turn that into a seasonal and brew it on our biggest system over here. So yeah. Nice. Those, yeah. those three flagships, um, a Cream Ale, let's talk about that. Not a lot of breweries have a Cream Ale as their flagship. Yeah. Did that just take off early or is that something that came on years later? Yeah, that that was one thing I, on the outset, I knew that this being Bud Light country. I was going to say, I I, yeah. I, I had to <laughs> brew something that would be palatable to that per, that kind of clientele. And, and yeah, people still come in and they either like the IPA or they like the Cream Ale and the Porter's more of our winter style right <laughs> right people drink it year-round but more of that gets sold in the you know of course months. yeah nice but yeah you mentioned the and other it, offerings oh, go ahead. oh sorry carolyn sorry. Went, yeah sorry oh no i was gonna just say with the cream ale too we we use honey in it oh, and all all of the honey cool. is locally sourced Local. as well wow that's so, cool that's kind of nice Anyway, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> An aside. No, no, yes. no, no. It's perfect. Um, the IPA is that more of a West Coast style, just being yeah. on the West Coast. Yeah, um, yep, sure is. Do you brew more West Coast styles, or have you dabbled in like the New England style, or what's your opinion on hoppy beers? I mean, I, but, I, not, I uh, not hoppy beers. I'm talking um, hazy beers. Hazy beers. You know, I've I've brewed a, several of them, and they seem to go over well here. I mean, it, it's it's definitely a I think it's an over, over brewed in general. Yep. I think, but it, it's it's a nice alternative. I still like like a West Coast style. I just like yeah. the, the hop, the hopping, the bitterness, you know, the bitterness to it. Yeah, and all that. But I I do appreciate hazies as well. I just 
won't overdo them. If you think they're overdone out there, whew, Ooh, come, come to the East Coast. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what kind of, tr- do you find yourself looking at like the San Diego scene and seeing, you know, these pastry stouts or, you know, you see these crazy milkshake I- IPAs, lactose IPAs, um, do those trends kind of f- fall, off, fall or- off by the time they come to you or like, what's one of those trends that you saw and you're like, that's fucking crazy. I hope it never comes <laughs> here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both the pastry and the, yeah, the lack, the, uh, milk. No shake. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I've never I mean that was some something I would personally never brew <laughs> myself. <laughs> I know other breweries in the state have, have delved into that. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean the IPA category has become so huge that I don't know, it's just, it just seems like out of control. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is, it is. It is. Every <laughs> every week, every month there's something new, I feel like. New, so. yeah. And it can yeah. be like meddled in the JPF now. Right, like, yeah. right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. so how many breweries are there now in, in South Dakota? Or there ballpark, are yeah. over thirty now, I know. Wow. Thirty two, yeah. I wanna say, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it seems like every year there's one or two new ones at least. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Are there more um, in your area now? Yep. Yep. There are um there are three in Spearfish now. Oh nice. Oh wow. Yeah, and then in Rapid City, um, I'm, I don't even know how many yeah. they have now. Probably have at least ten. Oh, ten wow. at least ten. Um, Sturgis yeah. has one. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's That's awesome. it's really been cool to see the growth in the state. Uh, you know, when I was one of the the few here, and just seeing the growth has, has been really cool. I mean, I've enjoyed it. You know, have you become people, sorry? Have you become like the brewery that like everyone reaches out to now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I've I've also enjoyed that. You yeah, know, and, and you know the people I've helped out. I mean, we're lifelong friends. Of course, and, and I see that they've succeeded, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm really thrilled that yeah. that it's become that way here. Because yeah, from San Diego, where there were so many breweries to come in here, where you know there were three with right. me, and then now there are that many. It's been really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You mentioned that strawberry rosemary. Um, beer do you where, <laughs> right. do you where do you get inspiration for beers like that um and are you like a foodie or what's what's kind of the uh that was actually uh my assistant brewer came up with that recipe so he he's no longer working here unfortunately but he adam he was uh he was a high school student and he did a shadow day with me when he was a senior in high school because he was always kind of into the brewing thing and then wait that's graduated. so cool that he got to do that in high school he must have been like the coolest <laughs> yeah, kid yeah. 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 yeah so then when he graduated he ended up taking a brewing course over in the uk he, he actually flew over to the Very uk cool. and spent spent i can't remember a, a semester or whatever over there learning how to brew and then when he got back he became my assistant brewer and he, he was very creative and, and, uh, he so was, he came up with the strawberry basil or the strawberry rosemary and the blueberry, the blueberry basil. basil. Wow. It's so funny yeah. brewing things that he couldn't even legally enjoy. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But legally he could brew it. Right. He just couldn't right. drink it. He just couldn't drink so it. Funny. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Was that, and um, he's no, he's a, he's very creative. He's, he's come up with a, one beer, which uh, we brewed again, he's he's had two stints at the brewery. 
So when he first started working here, he was here for what, three, four years or so. Yeah. Yep. And then he moved away. And about five years later, or so he came back and needed a job. So we took him on again because wow. he was great. And there was one that he brewed his first time here. We called the Ancient Mariner, and it's uh, old. It's got Old Bay seasoning. Ooh. What? And <laughs> yes, and chai. Oh my gosh! It's a weird combination, <laughs> but it <laughs> is. So good. What is the beer and style? It's, it's a red ale. A red okay. ale. Okay, cool. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so people were asking after he had left the first time, when are you going to brew that again? When are you going <laughs> to brew that again? And we thought, well, probably not ever. But then he comes back and like, Adam, you have to brew <laughs> that again. <laughs> so, yeah, we we did. And it's people love it just as much as they did the first time. That's, That's such cool. an interesting yeah. ingredient because I always associate Old Bay with like, crabs and yeah. shellfish right 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 yeah it gives the beer uh like a hint of spiciness to it and yeah. then you get the chai chai coming in there too so yeah it's really it's got a very interesting flavor to it but that sounds so interesting yeah. yeah 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 something to try one day yep yeah so you're the head brewer jeff um do you have any other yep. assistant brewers right now i do i have um one, one assistant brewer right now, and then actually my daughter, my youngest daughter, who just turned 21, she this summer has been helping out and nice. kind of learning to brew and helping out with canning, all aspects of it. Yeah. So that's really fun to, to do that. And then my older daughter worked here for a while as well. So we're keeping it kind of in the family. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Do, do, they, do they enjoy they, it? Uh, they, no, some... Some aspects of it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do. They obviously like the, the brewing part of it, the, the canning, you know, yeah, that's the canning's the worst part. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're both very creative as well. So it's kind of fun. Just, uh, my, my younger daughter who just turned 21, she actually brewed her birthday beer. So that was pretty cool. It was a chocolate coffee brown ale. Oh so, my gosh. Yum. That's a good yeah. beer. Yeah. Choice. That sounds good. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're always yeah, Oh, yeah. oh, they, they, they both, um, they came up with the mango beer together. Oh, did they? That's and, awesome. And brewed it together. So, yeah, our older That's daughter fun. actually had been in Mexico and she's like, oh my God, mom, this is so good. <laughs> and so they got together and worked out a recipe and it turned out really well. Nice. Yeah. So kind of along those lines, collaboration, do you guys do any collaboration brews with your local breweries? Yeah, we, we have in the past, um, done several, um, and then we're actually, we have one planned out to do with one of the other breweries in Spearfish, um, a, a friend, a mutual friend of ours who passed away a couple of years ago. Um, his wife requested that we do a collab brew um, to help raise funds for, for his family or whatever. So we're, that's kind of in the nice. works. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, yeah that's yeah. really nice. We love yeah. collaboration brews. Yeah. 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 They're fun. Yeah. They yeah. I think they're fun. Kind of mm -hmm. learn some best practices from each brewery yep, and take exactly. something away. Yeah, and just see how different yeah, definitely. it tastes. Yeah. Right, right. You know, right. Ar around here, uh, I think we're the only brewery in Spearfish who's on a well. Oh, and so that's our water. water. Water's different. Yeah, our water yeah. is different. And so when we've done a couple collaborations, it's just interesting to taste the differences amongst 
the breweries yeah and and how they've done it and and the ingredients so do you adjust your water at all or do you just let it be yeah we don't we don't have to do any adjustment Um, there's no there's no chlorine or anything to that so we don't have to worry about that and that it's we're a very it's very hard water but it's very it's similar to the munich water profile actually so that's pretty cool then yeah that's convenient all to those styles yeah, it's awesome that the town allows that too, because I know some states don't like <laughs> wells and beer. No, you no. can't. No, right. no, big no, no. Yeah. Any any food, yeah. any food industry wells right. don't go well together with the health well, of, with the health well, department. Yeah. <laughs> you well, and again, <laughs> this is South Dakota, and nobody yeah nobody right. knew anything yeah, about beer right, brewing, right. so they're like, do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and not only that, I mean the. The city boundaries in Spearfish are really convoluted. So we are not officially in Spearfish, even though all of our mail is in Spearfish, all of everything is in Spearfish. (laughs) And so I don't, you know, we've never had to deal with the water until we expanded, you know, with our current system. And they said, well, for you, your building to be approved, you have to go on city water. And, yeah, and we course. said, well, no, we're not going to do that <laughs> for the beer. Right. And yeah. so we have the well water for the beer, and then we have city water for sinks and oh bathrooms and that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. It's just uh, they want their money. I, I, yeah. Yes, yeah. I see you. I it's, see you. It's very weird. <laughs> But but if we ever get incorporated into the city, we also made the agreement that we would not go on city water for the beer. Right. Good. That's awesome. So what's next for uh, for Crow Peak? Well, <laughs> we are we're getting into our our slow season. Um, and so that, like I alluded to before, kind of gives me a chance to play around with with new recipes, um, just because we don't have to keep producing our, our regular beers, beers and try yeah. to core, try to keep up during the summer season. Mm-hmm. So it's t- it's a nice time for us to kind of play around with with new recipes and. So no plans for any like other expansion, uh, new any new fermenters or anything or. Uh, no, we, we just underwent our last expansion. Was that two years ago or a year? Two years ago. 2018. Yeah. Wow. Okay, 2018. So we, yeah. we added uh, three, two new fermenters and another bright beer tank. Nice. Um, so, yeah, like I said, we're, we're able to keep up with our demand in the summertime and, and keep everyone well supplied the rest of the year. Uh, so probably no more expansion, at least not in the near future. Um, just more playing around with new recipes that we might incorporate into a year round yeah. or at least a seasonal can canning and, and packaging and that kind of thing. So we just did a, did a beer, <clears throat> the uh, Rocky mountain elk foundation, South Dakota chapter asked us to brew a beer for their banquets that they have here. They have like 20 banquets throughout the state <laughs> oh, throughout, <geez>. throughout <laughs> the year. Yeah. And it's so, a big hunting state. Yeah. 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 So I, I brewed our a dunkel lager, um, call it Bugling Bull, for, you know, the elk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or as some people so say, we, uh, bulging bull. We're actually going to can that. <laughs> I can't, can't read. Yeah. 
they can't they can't read yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah so we're gonna can that one um so just just doing things like that um cool we do cool. we do try to do tr- try to do a lot of community stuff so yeah. um just making beers for special events and that kind of thing it's just nice. kind of a fun deal yeah yeah, yeah um, definitely yeah we have a great community here yeah. really great yeah talk, talk about it for a couple of seconds yeah you know it's uh people are just very nice and they uh they really help you out with things so for instance the you know jeff was talking about the mountain bike race the 50 mile mountain bike race and so um, every year we've always done beer for them. And so we donate a lot of it. But then um, other things too, like uh, there's a, a thing in the summer, every Wednesday night, there's a free concert in the city park. And so, you know, we've helped raise money for them. And then we'll also hold music here. And that helps us out that helps them out we're trying to get a new uh band shell built in in the city park and almost there with the money and it's all been privately raised it's just all people who want to contribute to the community wow so that's awesome that you guys work so well together to you know do things that support the community and you guys yep Um, yeah yeah that's just as much so it's it's really nice that's something I think I'd like to see a little bit more in our, our beer scene here. I think a lot of yeah. times our, there's so many breweries now, or even two or three years ago, it was more community-based. Now there's so many right. breweries, it's it's hard to not just focus on your own brewery at this point. Yeah, so, that's um, true. And that's not, a, it's not a knock on anyone in the industry. It's you're doing what's best for business. And for your business. Right, yeah, yeah. right. right. Yeah. Um, but it's really, it's really refreshing to hear... Um, you know, South Dakota is kind of at a space where Massachusetts was a couple of years ago, and I'm very excited to see what happens next for your state. I am the too. Yeah, it's it's always been. We've always I've always said, yeah, we're 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 definitely at least five years behind the rest of <laughs> the East Coast and yeah, the West Coast. Yeah, you know? yeah, In yeah but so that's, many ways. You're like you guys are at brood IPAs right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh god, I, I just, if I any if you're at brood IPAs, just skip it. Just skip that. No, just <laughs> yeah, I have, I have no, no yeah. plans. <laughs> but uh, we want people to go to your area, right? That's the that's the the goal of our podcast. So, what is the best restaurant in your opinion? In, in your area. Uh, the best, what should we ask Ryan? Or dive Erica? bar. Dive bar. And Ooh. the best activity to do, in your opinion. Okay. The best dive bar. The B. Is- Oh my yep. God. I love that you guys just went to the dive bar first. Too. You're <laughs> like, and we know you it. go there now. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that the B and B. Yeah. It's, a, it's, They've got good music and but no. it's a, yeah, <laughs> it's a good hole in the wall place that you can enjoy it's, and it's, everyone knows your name. Yeah, it's a dark, dark, dingy place. Uh, the the owner is a was he a Hell's Angel or no? He, I don't I think, think he was. Right? Friends with them anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a biker bar. It's a biker bar. But this yeah. is a biker area because of Sturgis. So, yeah, Sturgis. pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah, our daughter's a biker. <laughs> she, I mean, not like that, but yeah, she, she, she rides too. Um, 
Yeah, so that's okay. I, would, I would say there. The beast, the BB, yeah. the best restaurant, Killian's. Killian's, yep. Who tell us more about yeah. Killian's? Huh? It's just a good, good so, place. It's nice people and good food. Irish food. And, Sounds like an Irish uh, place, maybe. No, no. Not like an American, so. no, really. just an American tavern or something. Oh yeah, maybe it's just kind of, yeah. It's kind of a, okay. yeah. It's a kind of a tavern with, but he has some some very unique, unique recipes. It's not like dishes. he has he has you know he has burgers and all that, but he has some very good unique. Okay, other oh, offerings. Well. Yeah, cool. yeah. They, cool. they have a good, very good beer beer selection there. And awesome. Yeah, they do. You That's guys are on tap there. Fun. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, we are. <laughs> good, yeah. good. So, but so are all the other local breweries yeah. too. I mean, yeah. they're, they're pretty so. supportive of all the That's local. That's awesome. Beer. Love it. And, and then uh, the best activity. Oh, the best activities. Yeah, like what's the go-to thing that you have to do when you go to Spearfish? Uh, a lot of people go hiking or mountain biking. hiking or mountain biking. I'd say my, yeah. mountain biking. Yeah. 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 And then in the winter, yeah. there's cross-country skiing or ski downhill. We do have a little down uh, area in the. Yeah, there's the area, there's, so yeah, that's so it's not just all flat. So there is some there's some skiing. Yeah, we're actually no, no, we, the only yeah, the place in the state that it has hills. All right, nice. <laughs> so yeah, we're in the Black Hills. Yep. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Um, well, Eric yeah. and Ryan, I think we have to break out our mountain bike Sold. and bike there. Bike yes. there. <laughs> yeah. We can do yeah. it. If we start now, we can we get, make We'll it. be there by March if we start. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, see, we'll see in okay. March. Yeah. Well, we'll see in March. We'll give you a place to stay. Get training by September and you can do the Dakota 5 oh, There you go. <laughs> yeah. I might do the, you have to, I might yeah, do you the have Dakota to 05. By April. Yeah, okay. 05. Oh, yeah, do they have the 05? Well, I think I could only handle five miles. The 0.5. The 0.5. Dakota 0.5. Dakota 0.5 is at the brewery. There you go. Um, sold. Yeah, we can do that. Or it's a biking brew, a brew pub crawl on your bike. So Ooh, oh, yeah, that's, that's not bad. That's but not we like do that. do a fundraiser here every every year. It's the Dakota zero point five. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. I love yeah. it. That's great. <laughs> well, Jeff and Carolyn, I'm so excited for the beer scene in South Dakota, and I'm so excited to see what's next for for y'all in that area because it's 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 it really reminds me of what it used to be here yeah. a couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah. and. uh it's always fun to hear about some laws and it's good to hear that you guys don't have to fight too many laws because you're kind of just pioneering the way. Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's, it's been a good it's ride. Really. Good. It has, has, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We love it. Erica, Sangha, Ryan, you have any more questions? Good to go. Good to go. Got well, right. we want all our listeners to go to Crow Peak in Spearfish, South Dakota. <laughs> yes. Make sure you're there. Make sure you say hi to everyone because everyone seems super nice. And oh, yeah. uh, we hope to make our way out there at some point in our history. So yeah. we'll see you there and uh, enjoy. Have a great weekend and stay All right. safe. Cheers. All right. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Cheers.